right, here we go. You ready? Got a little, you get a little sip there. Oh, I got my sprass, bro. Right, Let's, do Let's do a show. <laughs> Making some dad noises over there. I'm starting to grunt more when I move. Mm. Dude, I went back to the gym. I've been grunting all week. Like, I'm a body. Are you not an annoying guy at a gym with noises and shit? No, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, at home, I'm trying to get out of my chair. Like, oh, my body. Oh, God. My body. You know, past guest uh, Patrick Keen, his whole thing was like. In your 30s, you got to start making decisions in your life. Is what. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm Brian Irwin. And I'm John Huck. All right. He says that you have to start making decisions in your life of like what kind of exercising and weightlifting you want to do so that you don't basically hate yourself when you're in your 70s and 80s if you live that long. Yeah. That you're basically just destroying your bones and your muscles. And it's like you're just all aches and pains because you wanted to have guns, you know, funds out, guns out all the time. Oh, yeah. No. I'm sure there's a way to get both, but he was kind of like pushing more towards the stretching exercises the yoga all the, like just walking and yeah, oh, things that are less I agree hard on the body I just I just don't. welcome to old man talk by the way yeah I just yeah I just I'm, my whole goal is to just not be a fat ass so it's like <laughs> whatever it takes to like be but do you want to be a skinny mini too like do you want to no like, is dude, your goal to be like no dude I still need to be able to protect in? my wife and like stand in front and take a bullet for her and like not have, have it go right window. through me it's no crowdy, that's all. Bullets go right through you when you're thin, dude. No, they no. stop. I got a lot of fat pockets. Not when you get crowdy. They don't you go through you? those bullets, dude. Did you not watch Kung Fu? Did you not watch That's Incredible? Uh, well, I did see... People that catch bullets? Uh, I did their see... Teeth? Um, I don't know that's true, but... Who was... Th- it's not. Um, okay. <laughs> Just to be sure. People be- who catch bullets with their teeth. I don't know if that's true or... <laughs> I could have swore there was a guy that caught something with his teeth. Yeah. Maybe he caught a bullet. I don't know. Yeah, he talked about uh, a full bottle. Right across the teeth. No, there was a guy, I think, on That's Incredible, that he would eat, he would eat uh, glass, and then he ate like a he had, he would eat uh, like car parts and stuff like that. And now, just imagine a dump that you've taken after like a night of drinking in Taco Bell, and how it can be sort of painful sometimes. Yeah, I don't even know how that's even. I don't know. If- uh, what? How are you going to shit out glass and car parts? <laughs> Where is that going to go? The only thing I can think of because is you know, that was, he's a liar. Well, there's that. <laughs> but you know, there's that. Sh- there was that show that was on TV on the Discovery Channel or something like that, where people do weird things, like people who can't help themselves but they drink bleach or they <laughs> or eat their, they eat toilet eat their paper, hair, and, eat, yeah. yeah, eat their hair. <clears throat> yeah, but they're Strange doing addictions. that. So that I can only yeah, that was it. Um, I can only imagine that if you're doing that, your body chemistry is just completely different. And it's and it's doing something because otherwise it should kill you. Well, what happens with those people, I think, is that they do such a little amount over such a long time that they develop some sort of either a system, their body can handle it, whatever it is. So they're prison bitching their own body. <clears throat> I guess. You know, I, prison bitching is. I it? don't know. I mean, is that just um, all right? So many many years ago, Brian I went was to wor- prison. No, I was working on set, and the the the, the set security guy was um, he was in prison, and he was a, he was a chatter. He was a chatty box. And he was telling me about his stint in prison, and he was the first person that brought up the prison bitching thing to me. And I said, I don't understand what you're saying right now. And he said, what you do is when you get in to to kind of like make you their bitch, they slowly start touching you, like, oh, like a finger oh, here, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. then a hand on the back, then, yeah. then a pat on the ass. Then they got then, their arm around you, and then yeah, you're and then fucked. Actually, and now you're fucked, now you're yeah. a bitch. It's called prison bitching. They slowly do it over time. Did you watch uh, The Night Of? Yeah. Yeah. Did they prison bitch and then I can't remember? There, not him, but there was like the, there was a, almost there was prison. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. 
Sorry, mom and dad. My, I think my parents uh, cherry pick a couple episodes, obviously because my mom was on one of the episodes. So, oh yeah, well, that was a good episode. So, just to be clear, this is episode three in Trump's America. This is episode eighty-three that my wife has not listened to, and my parents are now listening to a few because my mom was on it. And we have to get your mom on probably post Thanksgiving, even though my mom already knows and listens and loves the show. It's huge. No, fan. but I want to still want to talk to her about. The yes. PTA yes. and and her involvement absolutely. Plus, she wants to know where she back can then get they were a. Probably always hammered. My mom wants right. To, Everyone drank back uh, then all day, every day, all night. I don't all... think my mom was Don Draper, so I don't think that's <laughs> what. Uh, I don't think she was mad. But Men, people dude. did back then. <laughs> yes, they did. But my mom didn't. My mom wasn't drinking back then. We don't know. We don't know until we get her on here and ask her, uh, Mrs. John's mom, did you or did you not keep a bottle in the desk drawer of your PTA presidential? In the Oval Office of the PTA. <laughs> Did you have a PTA Oval Office? Um, or was it just an abandoned bus in the back that you guys converted? It was, a, it was an old school trailer. In your schools, did you ever have the cube? The area where they kept the kids, the special kids? Did they did they isolate the kids you, you were in, in your schools when you were growing up? Um, I mean, so it, if they weren't... Different classrooms, but... But they didn't mix, right? They didn't mix them? Like, if they identified them as... as um, I guess special needs, a little bit off or whatever. They didn't let them. They didn't let them learn with the rest of the kids. Which well, I don't necessarily know if that. I mean, from a social standpoint, horrible idea. Yeah, because they don't really do that anymore. Um, I guess from a learning disability standpoint, if they felt that they were holding the other kids back and they were going to be a distraction, it wasn't. Yeah, or, they would or, put or them that in they a, weren't going to understand where the lesson was going, and like that. That is. But the problem was with it. We we had one. I think it was called the cube. And the problem with the cube was because it was a separate part, uh, like a, a separate from the school. But the it's problem, called segregation. Brian. Yeah, it's yeah. called segregation. But the problem with that is that the the the, the broad stroke of who should be in there, right. Right. It was very broad. Oh, yeah, because it was the guy whose family didn't really teach him to read when he was young enough, yeah. but he wasn't really mentally challenged. Yes. Just and then there was the disruptors who, again... No matter what, we're going to light stuff on fire. Yeah. There was like... We call we called it the boiler room. Uh, my, okay. I called it that because my friend Andy, uh, in high school, he's like, he's, he says he saw where I was in class or whatever, and he's like, wait, that's your classroom? <laughs> I was like... Yeah, what's up? He goes, what the, I'm down at the fucking boiler room with all the psychos. What are you talking about? How are you There's, up here? And it's such a, when you look, we're laughing about it now, but that's yeah. a fucking stigma, dude. That's yeah, like, yeah. You, no one, it's embarrassing. Like, and hi, and high school is not cool. People aren't nice in no. high school. Dicks. So as long, as soon as I'm they sure see, I was a dick. I was as soon as they see dick. somebody different. Oh, yeah, man. I was like, hey, go back to your fucking boiler room, Andy. Like, of course I was a dick. Yeah, that's the one thing I I, I forever live with my uh, my my past Catholic guilt of the times I was ever a dick. I don't well, I don't understand. That's the thing. It's like I don't. I'll never be able to understand growing up and how what what it is that because I don't see myself as a bad person. Does that make sense? But yet I I was a dick. There was times I was just a I was but, a flat out fucking. But, but Brian, dick. the difference is that you know that you were a dick. You've seen that behavior from yourself. You're not happy with it. You've moved past it. You're, yeah, but you, but you everybody, can't take back the things you no, did to people you and can't. the way you behaved. You cannot, but you owe it to yourself and the rest of the people you're going to come in contact with to learn from those things and then decide to not be that person anymore. True. I mean, that's look, we were all, if you don't think I did a bunch of shit in high school that I regret and feel like an asshole for, you're crazy. College, same deal. Like I've said some things, I've done some things, not proud of everything I've done. This is just last week with me. And this you. was two oh, days okay. ago. <laughs> this was this morning when I woke up. Um, <clears throat> but 
I think everybody's a work in progress. Nobody is like evolved to the point where there is no more evolution left. Like you, you got to keep, you got to keep working on yourself. That's just yeah. all there is to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I guess for and me, because it's like, you're self aware, that makes you a, a better person already. Wow. And again, I'm not looking for a, you know pat on the back. Oh, great well, job, great good, job. I'm not going to come over okay. there and pat you on the fucking back. <laughs> Um, but no, it, it was, uh, it's just sometimes I, you know, I, I, you know, when you have kids too, you think about it more and more and more. Sure. But I wonder, you know, I really do believe I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, um, apocalypse. I don't have an apocalyptic, um, view of life. Um, well, since, too bad, since there's November, an apocalypse coming. <laughs> since November 8th. Uh, I, you know, um, I know we really haven't talked about this as much, but, um, and I'll, and I'll get back to this in, in my kids thing in a second, but. I actually intentionally uh, shut off um, from the media and uh, Facebook for about three or four days because I went on just too many people, just too much anger and taunting on both sides. And I was like, okay, well, this this seems like this is making it better. Well, And I didn't want to dance in that, so I was like, I'm fucking out. But if you look at the dance, it's a fu- it's it's two separate dances going on. And like everybody is, is unfriending. On social media, they're unfriending. Are you unfriending people or are you not going to know that guy? No, listen, listen. Like, they're unfriending people that don't agree with them. And then they're posting seven, eight paragraph rants about what needs to be done. And they're getting a bunch of likes because the only people that are still on their page are people that agree with them. And what they call that, the echo chamber or something like that? They're calling them that. That's a great name for it. If that's not what they're calling it, they should call it that because it doesn't, you're not getting anything accomplished. You're being as, as, as lame as the politicians that won't cooperate to get shit done. Do right. you know what I mean? Like, there is no help in that. Like, yeah, we are kind of fucked. Like, Donald Trump is not going to be a good president, and we need to ride him out because the guy under him, Mike Pence, is terrifying. But, like, we all have to kind of do this together, and, and we're in it together. So there's no, it's like, to just sit, like, the finger pointing and the name calling is what got us here to begin with. Well, I think a lot of people just forget on the surface. Remove the fact whether you're a Democrat or you're a Republican. What, th- there's things that did happen. So Obama's in office for eight years. He's, he's Democratic. They, they considered him very progressive and all that kind of stuff as, as far as presidents go. And, and, and from what I understand, Mitch McConnell made it, made it um, the Republicans' mission to, be, to block as much policy yep. during the eight years that Obama was in. And, it was all, and I remember when he first got um, you know, elected, his whole thing was like, I'm going to do whatever I can to reach across to these guys. And they were like, no. That's this is what I understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't. He, yeah, they, I don't want. They, they they reined him in. Yeah. They were like, no, oh, yeah, we haven't gotten a call in a long time. Oh, um, who is it? That's my wife. And she's like, oh my god, I'm listening to one of the podcast episodes now, Guys, Brian. This is how awesome. You. Keep going. I'm um, on episode two. By the way, because um, uh, it, when you hook your phone up to, I don't know how to sound. I guess I do know how to sound. So I'm talking. Yeah, you just turn the volume sorry, down. Sorry. It's pretty simple. I got all this technology, <laughs> and then I can't do the one thing. <laughs> I don't know how to. Hey, this isn't broken. It's just unplugged. I, I'm starting to get to that point where I maybe technology tapped out, and I just I really start getting aggressively angry because I don't want to learn anymore. I'm like, I'm done. Please stop changing shit. I'm oh, done. Good luck with that. I know, but I'm saying you, it's like you, I'm starting. But I'm starting to realize in myself going back to what you said earlier about realizing things about yourself mm-hmm. i'm starting to realize that my anger is getting worse and worse every time something new comes out because i'm like for fuck's sake do you know how much i've already had to learn just to get to this point could you please stop that's, adding more shit that's like that is why i never bothered learning any of it because i was never going to be able to keep up so it's like yeah i can turn my computer on i can send an email uh i can use adobe <laughs> what do you know you just said no okay and, and then uh and then and then that's about it 
but that's okay. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. But so going back to what I was saying to you before about the um, uh, oh, I was gonna say real quick. So um, uh, her name comes up, and I keep forgetting. This. I like to change people's names sometimes, when I get bored. So to entertain the kids in the car, because you know when you hook it up to your it car, shows up on the and it also says it in the computer name. So her new nickname is Mama Nunu Pants. So every time the kids are in the car, and she phone calls, call from Mama, Mama Nunu Pants. <laughs> And we all get a little giggle. Anyway, that's nice. What is that? Is that from something? Or you, no, uh, I just made it up because I wanted to come up with something so silly that uh, it would make us giggle every See, time. It must came be up. nice to have kids. That right there, that's nice right there. Well, you just you had a little giggly moment. Sure. I try to say "Mama new new pants" in front of my <laughs> wife. She's like, "Hey, <laughs> cut it the fuck out! What are you doing? You're an adult." <laughs> and then you fart and walk away. But the um, oh, and how, buddy? Well, well, and listen. how? Welcome to merge. Uh, what I was saying was that, so if that is the case, if, 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 if it is true that Mitch McConnell said that and that was their agenda, and then you get to this point and you get this very, what we've come to I understand, it's a very divided country right now as far as what what is right, what is wrong. The, the question becomes, with a lot of these people on the left side, now that the right is, is, is in power, is are you going to do the same thing all over again? And like, and then, and and are, and do you ultimately become part of the problem? Because if you continue to fight everything, yeah, that's everything, ridiculous. the anger becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. So I just, that's the only thing more concerns me than anything else. And that's why when I listen to everybody like yell and 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 bitch and moan at each other, there's a there's a certain element of politics that that is fine, which is like if you don't agree with like uh, an appointee or a specific senator or whatever. But does that mean all Republicans are bad? Does that mean that everybody in America is racist? No, does that you mean can't that make Jimmy. Those women? are generalizing, crazy statements. But when you, you do that, can't. though, you're also you're. Are you any better than the no, people that you're no, pointing out? No, 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 no. Of course not. No, you're the exact which same. Which is which is when I saw that pattern happening. I was just like, I got to get off. Yeah, no, believe me, dude. Be, because it was bumming me out. I'm only. I'm. I don't. I don't. I don't post anything political anymore at all. I'm not going to get into it with people. I don't. I don't want to. I will. The one thing I think that is coming out of this that is a positive you can look at is that people are getting involved more. Are they? So, 110 million people apparently did not vote. Oh well, I mean, I mean, after the fact, like people like. I'm seeing now there's protests, there's people, you know, there's people organizing and like, it's just, it's just interesting. It's like, it's very like all very sixties right now. You know what I mean? Like we've got a lunatic. We're not happy. It's like, yes, there are some interesting things. It is still relatively small pockets in relationship to what America's size is. I think the part that I used to see myself as and kind of remove myself from, cause it was kind of like, it was kind of silly. Because I had to, I, I'm trying to reassess who I am. Is Facebook activists? Because Facebook activists, it's like they get on their high horse for ten seconds, and then the next day they're posting pictures of themselves on the shirt off and they're right. not taking but the what, shit seriously. But what anymore. I'm but that, seeing is, but that's but that's just stirring a pot and then getting the fuck out and sure. not really following. That's not through being on an anything. act. Yeah, but but there but are people Facebook on Facebook that are organizing marches and protests, and they're actually that's great, and they're actually following through, and these are things that are happening, and they're giving you numbers you can call, and you can leave messages for your representatives, and they're they're sharing. Again, sharing, dude. I saw that movie Arrival. Yeah, so did I. I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Sharing knowledge is key. Yeah. It's key. Yeah. Share knowledge. There is no reason that we should be like, let's not share our knowledge. Like, we should all be, and I'm not talking about nuclear arms. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like things that can make this place a better place. Things that can make everything better. Like, there's just, we need to like just start working as. Like doesn't doesn't anybody look at like the picture of the Earth from space? Like we're all living on the same planet. We have to get along. 
All right, so I just want you to know I have my uh, Apple Watch on, and apparently we activated Siri, because I think you said seriously in there. So you activated my Siri, and uh, this is what Siri recorded from based on what you just said. Siri, Siri, movie arrival. Yes, Eliza, I thought. Okay, sharing knowledge is it's now share knowledge that we should be like, let's not sure about that I'm talking about like. I'm not sure I understand. From Siri. <laughs> Look, how terrifying is that, that Siri, because I said seriously, turned on and recorded our conversation because <laughs> you got a psycho watch that spies on us. Well, here's the thing. If this is being sent to the government right now, they are confused. <laughs> We've got something going on in Glassell Park. They're about to go arrest Eliza Schlesinger for something. Yeah, Eliza, Eliza. <laughs> it says here you saw the movie Arrival. <laughs> what? I don't know. Do she, not understand. She will be arriving at some dock. We don't know which dock and for what. But that movie, I mean, that I didn't expect that movie to be what it was, and I was really happy to see it, and I thought uh, that just, again, we're all on, we're all in this together. Like, we should, there should be a lot more. I Look, I mean, I, I was not pleased with the results of God, what happened with the election, no, dude, but I also, but I, I want to be clear about something. In many aspects of my life, I am a hypocrite. I have not been heavily involved in politics for years, if ever. And so I just kind of jumped into this stew just now. So I just, all of a sudden I realized, I'm like, I got to pull back for a second and really assess what's going on here and try to see where the truth lies on all of these things before I jump back in. If I jump back in at all uh, in respects to getting involved. What I don't want to become, though, is a Facebook activist, no. which I don't, all I do is spew out my opinion. No, dude, no. And then get the fuck off the internet. No. And then when or I see you in public and pretend like nothing stories. ever happened. Or post news stories that you don't, you didn't research at all. That's what, that's another thing that fucked this election. It, 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 well, I know it hasn't stopped yet. And that's the thing is, it's too crazy. many people are doing it. I just want people to go back to being happy. Right. Here's the and, deal. and still fight for good things, but that's be happy. Why, that, Happiness is the key. That's why this episode we're going to change. To, where this is our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, so we what do you, so we're changing topics to what we're thankful and I, for. And, and, the, and I will give you the transition to this. And this is why I brought our this freedom up. of speech. No, no, I'll, I'll transition. So I saw something really amazing happen at my kids' elementary school. Was that so? I mean, I'm, I'm, I the kids go to a fairly progressive school, so you know the the, the mood was very dark the right. day after the election. Right. Uh, the school was also going through some other stuff that was related to um, uh, uh, that was related to uh, the election and just the media with the things kids were saying on the playground and all that kind of stuff. And so the mood is very dark. And this parent, on her own, asked the school if she could do something to kind of like you know change the tone of the school for the kids. And she went out and she created a tree, and it was called a tree of thanks. And I thought it was for Thanksgiving, which it kind of is. But what, what it was was she created the tree, and then in a bucket right next to it was a bunch of leaves that were empty, and then there were markers next to it. And kids could go up and share their positive thoughts and then pin it up to the tree like, you know, pin the tail on the donkey. And, and then that thing see got, other positive thoughts written and up And that there. thing got flooded, and the kids were stoked, and they, they, they ran to it, and they couldn't wait to share their positive stories. And I was like, see, to me, that was like removing yourself from all the negativity and just finding something else to do. And I thought that was really cool. Like that that then all of a sudden I was like, okay, you know, the world is not it's not the end of the world and 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 this this isn't a bad place. I I I you know, life some people have it shitty. And that needs to be fixed. But I don't have it as shitty as many people. No, dude, you're and, but a I need straight to figure white out, male. Right, but but I also feel like okay, is it my responsibility to get involved to help those that don't have it so good? And if so, 
Where's the best place for me to start? But sure the fuck isn't going to be on Facebook. No, of course pointing not. Pointing fingers and not. yelling at people no. and telling them they're fucking stupid no. and dumb. No, but and, what you, you know can what I mean? do is raise your kids to not be like those people. That's, that's, that's a good starting point. You know what I mean? That's a good starting if point. If you have but kids, it's kind of like, that's what I always joke about not having kids. And I'm like, now is it my responsibility to have a kid, to raise the kid right? So that, because you got, we got backwoods hillbillies popping out kids faster than, KFC changes Colonel Sanders, right? I mean, we got the, the what is what is with that, by the way? I don't know. But you know, it gets people talking. So sure, great sense. about KFC, great. <laughs> Even though they're closing them down more and more and more, which is funny. At least out here, they are. Again, we live in a bubble. Ah, oh, but I got to tell you, when I was growing up, Ooh, love me some KFC. Chick- I grew up in so the fast food places. So we'll change. Let's go back to something. Do you have something else to, to, oh, to button? Oh, oh, put for, a button on that, and we'll talk about some fun stuff. Oh, I was going to say my button would be if we're going to talk about fried chicken. If you live in the Los Angeles area, <laughs> you need to go to Crawford's on Beverly and Rampart and get it that fried chicken because it is delish. delicious. Matt Dittman, shout out. Yes, that's our, that should be our sponsor, Crawford's. We, well, we'll, we'll we'll be sponsored, but we get nothing free. Want to be very clear. And nor should we, because he needs uh, to make money. He's pretty good to me. Oh, great. great. I get, I, I'm glad I'm helping you get benefits. <laughs> I've known him forever, man. I Doesn't mean, matter. He's just happy that I point people that direction. I've had, he said it's he's a partnership. A bunch of people have come in and been like, hey, John Huck told me to come in. Like, it's a partnership. Well, I know. You're, you're probably a big word of mouth. Uh, I just, I do. I yell about that place. I love it. Oh, I you love Stop it. yelling. Just, you can just say it. No. Crap it. Write it down on a napkin. <laughs> like uh, a ransom note. So moving on from the politics. Fast back foods to, you yeah, ate so, as a child? Well, just what, what the world was like from, for, like what I remember it being like, because basically we were not a fast food family. Like that was like right. very no, rare. You ate dinner as a family. Your mom cooked yeah, it. Yeah. But when, when there was treating time. There was the KFC. When your mom nothing. had a migraine, you got Burger That's King. Right. Uh, well, we were more McDonald's back then. McDonald's is kind of like um, has kind of fallen by the wayside. The wayside. The wayside. <laughs> a real wave for people. But Burger King was like was a double down treat. Taco Bell was kind of new ish. It, it was. It was so not, weird. It was weird to me that fast food was tacos. I'm like tacos aren't fast food. Like. They're relatively fast to make in general anyway. But I didn't understand that as a kid. And we right. I think I ate there one time as a child, and it wasn't until high school when someone when I became a vegetarian and I was like, Well, I can't get anything to eat at fast food restaurants because you can get a Mexican pizza with no meat, you can get a bean burrito at Taco Bell. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to Taco Bell. Yeah, then Taco Bell was all the rage by my high school as oh, well. Yeah. But um but yeah, KFC was like they're nothing. When you bit into it, nothing tastes juicier. I don't remember eating fried. very much fried chicken from like well, my again, mom made fried chicken. My dad cooked chicken on the grill. But you love the you love the Colonel. I mean, the Colonel had the great commercials. We didn't, dude. Warrenville didn't get no a TV. Fast, you didn't have TV. We didn't get a fast food restaurant until we got Burger King in. Uh, that was nine, your first one. Nineteen eighty, like what seven or Are you something like that. Me? It took forever. So wait a minute. But how far outside of an area where that would happen? No, not very far. Not very far. Not very far. Like we 10, could, 15, 20 minutes, a half hour. Like no, how far not away? even a half hour. Not even okay. a half hour. So technically, you still had all the stuff. You're talking about your immediate. But when you're a kid, I mean, riding my bike around, I didn't see any oh, fast no. food. And like my, where, where I live, they, and that my was... and my parents didn't drive us past any fast food like in town. So it was like. But see, like I grew up in a suburb. And in the suburbs, so you there were, you you couldn't bike close enough to where all that stuff was. That right, stuff yeah, was yeah. always far enough away where you had to drive to it anyway. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, that's just how America was built back then. You know, subdivisions, just like Rush said. Oh, dude, I was just gonna say that. By the way, there's a new Rush documentary out called. Uh, 
I saw the last one. The last one was good. All the world's a pay. All the world's is no. It's called. Uh, is it following their last tour? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, kind of like the the end of the band, I guess. But uh, it was just in theaters for one day. It's going to be uh, released on DVD, and I think you can live stream it on YouTube. But yeah, I forgot the other document that I saw of them. Beyond was, the Gilded Beyond page. The, yeah, and it that was just, really. I, good. That was the first I had really because I didn't. I don't follow their personal lives. That's not the first time I had heard about what happened to Neil Peart. Yeah, and dude. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just like they interview guys like Jack Black who like. Who are just like you know guys who love Rush. I mean, it's just Rush is an acquired taste for sure. Like there aren't my my wife is cool. She's like I does she that's good. That's good to know because you've been do- married how many weeks now? She doesn't hate Rush. Okay, but she's not going to be like, hey, let's put some Rush put on, on your twenty one twelve record. Let's <laughs> crank that fucker up. Like, but she's not anti. You know. Okay. I told you the last time they came around to L A. I had tickets to go, but I got a commercial that shot in Canada. Oh no! So I had to go up to the Great White North where Rush came down. They, yeah, you, said, you guys traded spots. <laughs> yeah. In order yeah. for them to get in, someone had to leave. Is that what you're saying? That was it. The only way that Alex Lifeson could get in. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, that, what a great band. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, fast food. I don't know. Not my. I, I'm trying not to eat so much of it right now. I, I don't think we're 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 not. The, the the thing is, the reason why I bring it up, we're not really a fast food uh, culture anymore. Like I don't I don't think we are as much as we used to be. Like I, I think it depends food, on who it, you are. I mean, they're, no, they're, but when the, we were the, growing up, dude, fast food, holy fuck. No, like, but it now was, it's like they 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 target their ads. Like look at Little Caesars. They target like low income areas. They're like you can get a whole pizza for a fucking dollar fifty, and it's like you know garbage fire. No, I don't know. Oh, for a garbage. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, like the fast food now, like a lot of it will target really low income areas. Well, you know, it's funny you would say that. So I was, I was talking to this dad who is going through some rough times right now, and he unfortunately divorce. He do, yeah, and and many other things. Just to, you know, sometimes when life kicks you in the nuts, it kicks you in the nuts like a bunch of times. Yeah, it's and, not and, just and, once, and you're down. It's like now we're going to start stepping on your neck. And and and, and you know, and and I've I've been there when you know when I moved out here, I struggled for a while, not with kids, thank God. But it's just you know when you're grasping at straws and you're you're trying to find any way to, to, to get seven cents in your bank account and he had to um you know do the whole welfare thing and they were like okay well we can give it to you so you have the kids and we know that you're taking care of them so we'll give you 160 dollars a month for food uh, yeah so and, and the reason why this is interesting is that when when we get so bent out of shape for people who live on welfare and i was like i'm oh, sorry oh yeah like they're what? getting yeah like they're getting millions from the government yeah. they get houses with pools and flying around in private jets so then when he when when he found that out and it was getting worse i think he did something along the lines of like he uh the the the, the wife that he got divorced from the mom the kids went back with them so that when they said oh you don't have the kids anymore you get 17 dollars a month for your food <sighs> And you think about that, and he was, and he was like doing the math with me, and he's like, "So I guess I could get like a burger." There you go. Today, and, and, and then cut then, it in half. And then what happens? You get a you get kidney failure for whatever from eating that garbage forever, and then that's, and then where are you? You're you're dead because the, they, no one's. Taking, it's just I'm like wow, care. you know. I mean, listen, because the whole point of fast food, and I'm not against fast food. A fan of it actually, and if you live in California or if you ever visit California, you will notice one thing very quickly: there are more fast food chains out here than anywhere else in the United States. Yeah, I never saw Jack in the Box before. No. I out. I never saw. Well, Carl's Jr. is just Hardee's. It's Hardee's yeah, yeah in the middle. but but my point is, they're supposed to be treats. They're events. They're supposed to be places you go every once in a while to treat yourself to just oh, go. I'm going to go. It's like cake. 
cake is for special occasions because you know you're going to feel like shit after you eat something so delicious. Yeah, it's like going right? out drinking with your friends. Like, I am going to, this is going to hurt tomorrow, yeah. but we're going to have a good time. When you're eating fast food, that's, that's, you're like, yeah. this is going to come out real yeah. gross, like, yeah. but it tastes so good right yeah. now. So, um, you know, I guess that that's the whole thing. It's like, that culture, I think, is, is slowly started to go away. Like, my kids don't even, it's funny, my kids don't even ask about, they don't go, like, hey, can we go to Burger King? Like, yeah. as a treat, can we go to McDonald's? No, Taco Bell. They don't ask for any of those things. But then but then you get all these specialty places. They're not fast food, but they're just a burger joint. But it's not as fast as fast food, but you sit down. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it kind of evolves. Fuddruckers. Oh, I love me, the Fuddruckers, <laughs> dude. I'm a huge, so, pizza, Hamburgers, and then we'll get into. We'll actually get. Yeah, into you wouldn't know it by looking at Brian's body, guys. But he likes pizza and hamburgers. <laughs> pizza, hamburgers, burritos. Those are the top three things. Of sandwiches, those, baby. Of those, sandwiches. Of those three, I'm saying of those three for me, I would put pizza first. Love me pizza. Then I would put a, a cheeseburger, which I've yet to go. I still haven't kind of done the, the California. Something L.A. has a lot of like. Yeah, famous, Apple Pan fa- and yeah. a lot of famous cheeseburger joints that I have yet to sample only because, you know, you know, my age and cholesterol. Yeah, I was gonna life. say arteries. Yeah. So I got it's gonna take a couple of years to get around that circuit and then and then I would put uh, goals, everybody. Burritos. One day at a time. The wet burrito is always better than just the regular burrito. Uh, so where do you so you put you would put sandwiches in the top? I am I uh, dude, I will You're I could sandwich eat, guy? I could eat a sandwich for every meal of the day. But one you make or one you go get? And Either if it's one. one you, well, but okay, but if the one if you had to go get one, where's the first place you would go? I mean, I, I like Fat Sal's. Okay. I really like Fat Sal's. They do everything with the... I mean, those things are so bad for you, but they're good. They're delicious. Are you a mayonnaise guy or are you a uh, dressing guy? Uh, I will use mayonnaise, but now I try to not use mayonnaise or dressing. I just use yellow mustard. Okay. Or the oils, right? Like that's the... Yeah. Was it, who, who's the one that does all the oils now? Um, well, Subway does like vinegar and Not Subway. Oil. What's the other one that doesn't even give you... Um, it doesn't even give you the stuff. Uh, Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's yeah. it, it's more all oils and stuff yeah. like that. Jersey it. Mike's it's is okay. Good. Yeah, it's not bad. But I don't I, like I, too much vinegar on anything, though. No, of course not. No, but I also don't hate Subway. A lot of people hate Subway. I'll eat at Quiznos. Like, well, that's Jared's fault. I just, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I like, I like club sandwich. I'll go to get the club at Astro Burger. I'll get the club sandwich for days. Love that thing. Could eat club sandwiches. So you had it. Okay, so chicken sandwiches. Uh, oh, were you a Chick Fil A? Were you a strip mall Chick Fil A guy? Growing no, up? did not have Chick Fil A growing up. Didn't know Orch what Julius didn't drink. Didn't eat a Chick Fil A until I, I went to work in Arizona for a show. And oh, did I you ever have? Thought one? it was the grossest food I'd ever. It eaten. is pretty gross. So I've never eaten it again. Have you, ever, you remember Orange Julius? Did you ever have any? Spend any I remember a very Julius's? funny sketch with Sylvester Stallone on SNL where he played a, a Orange Julius employee. I don't think Orange Julius exists anymore, right? No, they had closed down at this point, and he was still. It was like a computer store, but he was still trying to sell people <laughs> Orange Julius drinks. It was. A Really funny, actually. I mean, let's be honest. Orange Julius turned into what's the one now? Robex, uh, Robex, or, or, uh, or uh, Jamba yeah. Juice, Jamba or yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all <laughs> in the end. Yeah, they're just we're just repackaging. Dude, everything. I'll get a it's... I'll get a sandwich from Starbucks. They got sandwiches at Starbucks yeah. that are okay. Like I get sandwiches from the grocery store. I get sandwich from a deli. Oh my god, Ralph's. Uh, I go to Pavilions, not okay. bad, but Ralph's is Ralph's is great. Ralph's has some good ones, dude. Yeah, I mean anywhere that I can get Swiss cheese and turkey and bread and like I uh, love it. I love feel it. Feel good moment. Yeah, but I also like uh, Fresh Brothers Pizza is the new pizza I found out here that I like. Fresh Brothers, they cut it in squares. It's bar pizza, like okay. real crisp, thin crust. This is a frozen pizza that you have to. No, make. no, 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 no. This is a pizza place. Pizza like, place. They deliver. It's is it a uh, it's a chain? Yeah. Small chain? Yeah. Small or a big chain. chain? Small chain. 
Only out here? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, I, I okay. just heard about them literally a little while ago. The only thing I miss out here is they're not big into deep dish pizza out here at all. Yeah, they're not. But deep, to me, I mean, you, you know, know. You're not a fan of deep what dish? What about Casabianca? Can't you go right down the street and get deep dish? Yeah, you know, but I'm just saying, I'm saying in general. Yeah. yeah like no, deep no, dish not is not a thing, a thing out here. Out here. And, I, and I, every once in a while, I'll have a piece of deep dish pizza, but I'm not like, I'm more of a guy that wants to eat a 20 inch pizza by himself. So I want it thin crust. <laughs> Do you have to close the door? Uh, and keep everyone out so that no one sees what the, well, sees usually, the gluttony. Usually, I'm already alone when that happens. It's not like I'm at a party and I go into another room. Like I'll be back in an hour, everybody. Where's he going with that bib? Don't worry about it. He'll be back. Um, no, but I'm I'm I am very thankful that uh, I can eat food and have food in my fridge. And but yeah, I like chicken. I love burritos. I love Mexican food. I will eat burritos and tacos all day. Uh, of course, pizza. My big thing in college was you drink. Obviously, you drink all weekend, right? And then Sundays, uh, Sunday mornings, I would I would get up and walk down the street. This is at UWM uh, over on the east side of Milwaukee. I would I would get up and there was a there was a euro place down the street. Yeah, and I would just go. I would go in there and get my two euros, my French fries, and my subs or my, and my uh, my soda. Go back, turn on a football game or whatever, and like literally just just eat myself into a food coma and Dude. just sit there and do nothing. Yeah. Every Sunday when I was uh, at school there, yeah, Dude. it's just like I did that long after school too. I <laughs> uh, just drink all weekend on Sunday, just get more beer and just get a ton of food. Be like, well, on Monday I'm gonna go back to a gym, which is so funny because I went. I this past summer I drove past where I used to live. The place is still there. They haven't painted it since I went to school there Jesus. twenty years ago. So it's so fade. We used to call it the Milwaukee Brewer House because it was like the, the that color the, blue. That it was light. yellow and the frames were all blue. Oh wow, and, it is and a then Milwaukee white. Brewer yeah, House. it was very weird. Um, but uh, um, the area where all that stuff was. It's all gotten health, like it's more healthy kind of stuff, like a it's lot more a, salad it's a, places. It's a chop shop. Yeah. It's a chop stop and a pita pit. And yeah, a- all yeah. It's it's just funny how different it changed. The only thing that hasn't changed, and if you ever go, if you have never been to Milwaukee, which you've been to Milwaukee before, yeah, dude, Axel's, McBob's. If you ever go to the east side of Milwaukee, it's extremely important, and I hope it is still there. Um, the landmark, which is a downstairs bar, and it's underneath the Oriental Theater. That's the Oriental pretty, Theater. Those are both pretty famous places. Yeah, the yeah. Oriental Theater. If you um, if if you you don't necessarily have to go to a movie there, but the Orioles of Theater is very famous. It's a very famous place because that's where the Pretenders were playing when they discovered the Violent Femmes playing outside. That's where they discovered the Femmes. Wow! And that's kind of where like made the you know the Femmes famous in that area. But that's that's a really cool area over there. But the landmark, you know, th- that whole area over there. If, you, if you're going to experience experience the places that have been, and this goes for I think any city. Go to the places that have been there forever. Yeah, because that's they have the if most you really, history, if you really want to know, if you you go and make sure when you go in, you'll know how long it's been there. Take your finger, rub it along the wall, and just put your finger through forty five years of cigarette. Yeah, um, you know that yeah. that that sooty kind of People greasy smoking in there. Yeah, you just you gotta go because the landmark. That was what I remember about the landmark. It was one of the last places we were like, we ain't fucking gonna stop smoking in here. Yeah, and it was it was there was a haze that floated at the top of the ceiling from the amount of cigarette smoke that was in there. And I don't think anybody will ever really be able to understand that ever again. What it was like going to bars with that much cigarette smoke. Yeah, but there. maybe they don't shouldn't have to. Like, no, no, no. I'm not <laughs> saying it like because I remember I used to um um I was I was tour managing bands, and I was I was with the band Citizen King. And we we were in San Francisco. Move up and let the man go through. Let the man go through. Wasn't that Citizen King? No, that may have been Wild Kingdom. Are you familiar with Wild Kingdom, which is pre? Uh, 
No. Citizen King? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of uh, something else. Yeah. I've, I've heard Citizen King. Yeah. I've seen Better Days. I've seen yes. Better Days. Yeah. So we were, um, at that time, we were still making the album. So we, we were in San Francisco. Um, and uh, we went to this bar. And there was no smoking. It was the first because we were obviously from Wisconsin, so we had never. And the, and California was way ahead of the curve on this whole non-smoking. Oh yeah, thing. and it was the weirdest thing. We felt like we were in a fake place. Yeah, because you know that there's smells, there's scents, there's an environment, and it right? Didn't smell like a bar. It, nothing felt right. The next morning, I remember we all got together and we we're like. Holy shit, we drank, and the hangover's not as bad, because there's not all that other shit that's going into your system, too. Now, granted, give it over time, you'll find a new way to get a hangover just as bad. But oh, yeah. my point is, when you're... at that point, we were like blown away by this new concept Fresh of like... air. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I remember uh, they're, they're the last bar, like you can still smoke at the Tiki, because uh, the Tiki Tea, because... I mean, if it's sort of if weird it's grandfather clause. Yeah, or something. if you own it and you bartend there, you can do whatever you want inside. So the owner is always bartending. Okay. Uh, and then I remember the drawing room over on uh, Hillhurst in okay. Hollywood um, was one of the last places that had like it was illegal to smoke in bars, but they still let everybody smoke in there. So you would use the ashtrays. There was no ashtrays on the table. You'd use the ashtrays. You use the coasters. Bend up the the sides. Use the coasters and ashtray. And I remember one night, my friends were like, hey, we're going to the drawing room. Do you want to go? I go, I can't go. Whatever it was, I didn't go. The next day, everybody in there got like a $300 ticket. The cops just came in and gave everybody a ticket for smoking. It was crazy. I was like, so Somebody oh. tipped him off, obviously. Well, yeah, they, they know. Yeah, I'm sure. They, they. Yeah, that was the other thing I remember for those places <clears throat> that were kind of against it. They all knew. The cops all knew. It was just a matter yeah. of when they, were got, when they had time to deal with that shit. Because, yeah. I mean, again, we all need to remember something. The police, really, at the end of the day... They got better things to do. Oh, absolutely. Than to be going and telling you to stop smoking yeah. indoors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, ridiculous. Are you, uh, um, so Thanksgiving, are you, uh, um, or go, what are you doing? You got your new family now, right? I got so. my new family. Uh, my mother in law is coming down uh, this, co- this coming up in a couple days. And uh, she's going to be going back and forth, staying with us and then staying with her. Um, her son and her grandkids down in Long Beach, and we're gonna have dinner Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday in Long Beach outside, like at uh, at uh, my brother in law's house. Okay, they just got, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of that weekend, I will be emceeing for Harlan Williams at the Irvine Improv. Ooh, big boy! This is uh, when is this? This will be the, the th- this will be the night this comes out probably. I'll be at uh, so Irvine actually Improv. the that week not not the following week but the weekend of Thanksgiving right Thursday is Thanksgiving and then Friday Saturday and Sunday Friday, I'll be Saturday. at the Irvine Improv with Harlan Williams that's good and you've worked with him before right yeah yeah that's how I got it again I was like he, he he's always got a feature but he'll let me MC and and hang out and he's right. a super nice guy very funny yeah always fun to watch so I'll probably doesn't kick you out of the green room like some people no dude no he was he's super inviting and super nice and and um you know my. Mother-in-law and my wife can come with to a show and Ooh. see some free comedy and the, the, uh, the back right, back right. That's where the family sits. Back right, special yeah. people. Okay, all right. I didn't know that. Oh wait, no, no, they moved. I'm sorry. You're on the new one now with the bigger stage, the more rock, yeah, the dude, more rock oh, stage dude, one. Yes. Oh, back right. I, the I was thinking back in the old. Oh, yes, yeah, so in yeah. the booth. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But no, yeah. Well, but it'd be ni- it might be nice for them. Just something to do. We're going to. Uh, we're going to go to the wonderful world of wizarding Harry Potter wizards or whatever. Wizard Wizard Town, whatever that is, at Universal. Oh, I was like, no, there's, I don't know, that's that's something at the Irvine Spectrum too. I didn't no, know. No, no, no. Uh, we're gonna. You're talking about Universal Studios. Yeah, we're gonna go to the. Oh, wonderful... you're gonna go stand in, so you're gonna go stand in line. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, most of the time I've gone there, I've, the the Harry Potter thing will be a line, but everything else is usually pretty quick. Mm. You're right. You're, right. You're right. There'll be nobody there on a holiday weekend. Good call. Oh, we're not going on uh, a weekend. We're going oh. on a fucking Tuesday, dude. Oh, okay. Tuesday. Yes. Holiday weekend. <laughs> the, the, just this. The, the, wait. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. After Thanksgiving Tuesday? No. Oh, all right. Before. All of LAUSD has off next week, just so you know. Buckle up, champ. Hey, I'm just trying to help you out. You're what not I'm helping saying? me out. Yeah, I bought the tickets. You're being no, a negative piece no, of shit. I'm, I'm helping you out because I'm, now I'm going to let you know what you need to do. You know that little electronic pipe you have? Yeah. You'll be fine. Dude, uh, they serve fucking tall boys. Yeah, they do. I'm going to get shit-faced. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they, yeah, you are. You know what I don't like? I'm really bummed they got rid of the Jaws there. I'm they got rid of Jaws? Yeah. When? You know, you're talking about the shark that you go and you put your head and you're like, oh, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I don't not, know. The... Not, the, not the... Oh, I was like, not the tour. Not the tour. No, no, <laughs> but then there was all the other Jaws stuff that they used to have. Their Jaws is Jaws is out. Well, yeah, but they still do that. You got to cycle. And I get it. You kind of have to cycle out like the old Yeah, Transformers old is a stuff. great ride now. It'll be gone soon, you know. I still love the Simpsons town. They got a bar there. The Simpsons, I don't think, is ever going to go away. I think that one, and that actually, that ride's actually pretty good. It's super fun. Yeah. It's, I like those rides because I'm like, I don't like how I'm an old man now. I don't want my neck whipped back and forth. <laughs> I don't want my ears bleeding. I do have panic attacks on all the rides because of my vertigo. Ever since I got that, it's always a little bit scary when you get the whole IMAX like surround thing. Yeah. I'm always like, so I'm always prepared. Like, cause remember when the, when, um, uh, when they first got uh, Transformers there. That's a pretty intense ride. It is, it is, dude. It's and really it's good. it's very in your face. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, oh, please, Vertigo, don't come back, because this would just be... Yeah. But I never tell you the time that the first time I ever went there, this is way back. So I used to be on the Toad Hop Network, um, which was in the Lovitz Comedy, yep. um, Lovitz Comedy Club. Yeah. They had that They had that podcasting. So I used to do a show at the end bag, right? And back then, because I was one of the producers on that show, they gave you the parking passes to come in there. So I had a free parking pass to go in and out as I wanted. And we always have season passes for the Universal. So one day, I literally had nothing to do. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm actually going to go to Universal Studios today, since I'm here anyway, and go on the Transformer ride, right? Yeah. So I go in, and there's two lines. There's one if it's a group. And then there's like, if you're by yourself, go to the left, no line, because you're, just, you're a single-seater. So you're a, you're a seat filler, basically, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I get in there, and I walk past everybody. Nobody says anything to me. Go in. Nobody gives me any 3D glasses. Now, I don't know anything about the ride, so I'm assuming it's just real 3D, so you don't need glasses, right? I get in, and right as we're ready to take off, I look around me. Everybody's everybody got glasses on. on. Except for me. So now... I'm sitting here with all these strangers. <laughs> Enjoy this blurry, <laughs> shitty ride now. <laughs> so I do the whole thing, and it's, I can't see anything because nothing. Oh it's just, my god, dude! So I, so I go out, and I don't know why I didn't buy it, <clears throat> but I saw my picture. You know, they <laughs> everybody else with 3D glasses without you, dude. That should be your fucking Facebook profile. <laughs> so everybody on the picture is like, whoa. And here's me just kind of sitting there waiting for it to be over because <laughs> I don't, no know, what the, I don't on, know what's going on. With no glasses on. That is awesome, dude. I would love to have seen that picture. I would have loved to have been sitting next to you like, who the fuck is this guy? He's got 3D contacts in? What's the deal? And then I thought to myself, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm gonna, I, I should complain to them because, you know, the poor... Co- and then I was like, what? they don't give a shit. And they'd be uh, like, oh, okay, do you want to just go again? Because that's... Oh, you can. You can just go right here. But okay. you should... Did you go again? Yeah. With glasses. Well, yeah, because otherwise, what was the point? There wasn't one. No. <laughs> the, the glasses are definitely needed. Definitely needed. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. <laughs> that would have been just... God, that would have been so funny. Just you know who we need to, to get on the show is uh, Justine... Um, oh... 
Marino? Yes. She used to be one of those people on the tour thing uh, when you do the studio tour that oh. makes all the cra- cracks all the jokes. Yeah, how Chris Elliott got his start. So we should have her on and talk about her life in uh, at Universal Studios. Nothing after that, though, just that part. Well, I mean, it would just be interesting to kind of get yeah. that whole. Well, know. that tour guides, man, those guys got to be fucking on and fun. and Same uh, jokes every, 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 and you gotta, every half and an And you got to smile and sell it like they're great. Oh, <laughs> uh, God, that's the worst. So, uh, what about so, you? What are you doing for well, the no, well, oh. okay, yeah, okay, I'll do that, and then we'll talk about the foods and and, and the mm. process, and like if you have a thing about the eating thing. Yeah. Well, the one thing I will say as the years go by, um, we have to kind of make our choices. You know, my family all lives back in Wisconsin now, mm-hmm. um, so there's nobody left here. It's just me. You know, my nephew Ben and my my right. niece they live down in San Diego, but they go hang out with their dad, whatever. So now it's primarily we just spend time with Natalie's family. Um, we used to kind of split it. We'd either go Thanksgiving by my parents uh, up north, northern Wisconsin, or um, you know, or do Christmas, Christmas over yeah. there. But sometimes we don't do either. So I, this year, that's that may not, the neither maybe is. So it's, it's kind of, and as you know, this I'm gonna say as a Midwesterner, it's a little bit weird sometimes celebrating those two holidays out here because. There's no cold weather. There's no potential of snow. There's no, you know, there's no leaves ch- changing. Like right. all those and those smells in the air that you get in the Midwest yeah. that are also a signifier of those holidays. So that part of it's going to be kind of a bummer. So really for me, football has kind of, I mean, sorry, see, there you go. <laughs> Thanksgiving has turned into <laughs> just basically like. I don't cook. My wife is an amazing cook when it comes to Thanksgiving. Like she throws down, she crushes it. Like that's kind of her thing, and she loves doing it. You know, um, so I. It's for me. It's just. It's literally sitting around. You know, watching football all day. I try to. I have a little thing. I don't. Uh, I don't eat a lot the day before. I. I, I don't want to say I starve myself, but I prep. I prep the body. Uh huh. And then I try not to have too many delicious things in the morning because I love. I'm. I'm a. So this will get into things. So for me, after that, other than football, and usually by the third football game, it's a shitty game anyway. They're all shitty games, dude. It's the NFL. It's the shit. Well, I mean, if, if it's show. if it's the Packers, I'll watch every everybody all the other ones. I'm just it literally is passing time, right? Yeah. Well, the um, Mystery Science Theater has a marathon on. I used to growing up, and I don't know if you remember this, but you Thanksgiving it used to be the Wizard of Oz would be on CBS or something like that. That was a thing. It, but once, oh, like well, dude, because back then there was no VHS tapes. It's a, tapes, it's a Wonderful no. Life would show Thanksgiving night sometimes. Yes, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yes, it was those two things. That's right. So show once a year. Yes, so those kind of things kind of go away. You know, Charlie Brown Christmas, whatever those things. Now you can just own them and yeah. plan whatever you want. So those, all those things go away. So I don't really have anything other than what do I eat, and I eat the same shit every year. You can make as many other extra things you want in Thanksgiving. Stuffing. Turkey breast. Stuffing from inside the turkey, which I know people say you got to stop doing that. It's so dangerous. Um, got to have me the thickest gravy possible. None of this, like, don't, 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 just please. Don't, don't try water to, don't, it down. Don't try to make it like <clears throat> some other type of healthier. Don't cut it with water. No. Cut it with more gravy. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's certain things, like no sugar-free Twinkies, right? If you're going to do it, just do it, right? Yeah. Uh, Got to have the green bean casserole. Fuck. Not just regular. Not can- regular. Dude, please don't give me the regular green beans. Uh, it's got to be green bean casserole. It has to be the worst kind of green beans. Out of a can. Out of a can. Yeah, the can. Yeah, yeah. Out of a can, mixed with a bunch of other shit that you probably shouldn't ha- have Of course, together, yeah. Right? Sodium. Out the asshole. Yeah, a lot, a lot of- and that's it. I don't do any of those jellos. I don't like the. No. I don't like that red. I don't fucking that, whatever that cranberry. cranberry. No, I don't like that either. <laughs> Gets on all the food. It's gross. don't like uh, don't like the green jello with nuts and marshmallows in it. Get Just it out of here. Nuts and jello. Get See, out that's, of here. That's that's the. It's like an old like Charles Dickens type of I like, know, right? pudding but thing or whatever. Candied yams. 
Yeah, no, none of those. I can't do those either. No, me not, neither. not into that. I'm with so you, what, what, what? So which things do you do? Turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, uh, stuffing. Those, that's and, it. That's pretty much it. And like a thousand beers. And how? <laughs> they, they don't have to make those. Well, but so, but so is that it? Oh, pumpkin and, pie. I love pumpkin pie. Apple pie. Ice cream pie. Yeah, I won't do any. I don't. Do, I will do. I'll do apple crunch pie. You know, with the crunchy the stuff crumble, on top, not yeah. regular. I don't like the ones where they lay the apple the strips. Oh, yeah. okay. Don't like the strips, and then and with the ice cream on top, it has some ice cream. No, no, I'm not a pumpkin pie guy. But um, do you? How many? How many? How many times do you go back? Are you a triple dipper? I go dipper? back as many times as I really feel I can. I got in a lot of trouble one year. Are you year. a piler? Are you a number? Are you round not, one piler? Not, not usually, not anymore, especially. But not. That's not my usual mo. I was on a. Me and some friends rented a houseboat uh, on Lake Mead one year for Thanksgiving, and, and where is this? Uh, Lake Mead is in uh, outside of Vegas okay. or outside of, in Nevada, and we all we drove out there. And there was just a bunch of us on this boat, and we had Thanksgiving dinner out there, and we made a legit Thanksgiving dinner turkey. Okay. We made all the all the fixings right. And uh, do you know how to cook? Not, I mean, I can read, so I can cook, but I don't. <laughs> I tend not to really be that into it. Um, but uh, but this kid, my friend Dan, Dan Schuler, he's like a regular sized human. Okay, he's he's in shape. He looks in shape. Okay, uh, he's not super tall. He's not fat in any way. He's like a lean dude who like is naturally fit. I see him piling food on his plate for first for the first round to go, and I'm like, okay, well, I, I can eat as much as Dan. I'm because I'm because it's and, a competition, and I'm bigger. Yeah. So I just start to pile on as much. I see what Dan's doing. I do what Dan's doing. By the time he went back for thirds, I am laying down, <laughs> pants unbuttoned, crying out loud, like, ah, just like moaning, moaning, and then just proceeded to completely fuck up the bathroom, the only bathroom on the boat, right? Just made of, oh, it was gnarly. Uh, and that was the last time I ever really tried to eat a lot. To like, overeat. I, I can overeat, but it's almost accidental at this point. That was like an on purpose, like, I'm going to eat more than you, and I failed. Do miserably. you believe it's your holiday right on Thanksgiving to overeat? Is that part, do you kind of weigh that part into it? Do you anticipate that you will overeat on Thanksgiving? I do anticipate it because it's kind of hard for me to. Even though you know what the outcome is. I know what the outcome is, but also it's like you're with friends and family, you're having some beers, you're picking at food, you just end up eating all day. It's like one of those things you just do. I've I've become okay with it. Like, I try to limit that, but I am the kind of guy that w- whatever the the holiday is, I'll use that. Fourth of July, let's have a thousand beers. <laughs> Thanksgiving, I'll eat a whole turkey. Christmas, ah, I don't know. Whatever I do at Christmas, get shit faced again. But but you know, I mean, I, I I tend to be like, hey, it's Thanksgiving, and and I tend to get. I mean, even though I know everything's surrounding the holidays a little bit fucked, but I can't remember. Have you been to anybody's? Because this is the other thing with living in Los Angeles. I remember there was one year I went somewhere, and they people were making all non traditional Thanksgiving stuff. They were trying to be like, oh uh-huh, yeah. We're gonna do it, but it's gonna be everything that it's not. Mm-hmm. I know. I've never no, no, because that's a, at that point, then you're not really. Well, whatever. Because I don't I'll care. Eat whatever you put out, I'm not gonna. Right, but it's not. It, I didn't. It didn't feel like Thanksgiving because it was all non. Right, it's just a potluck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I brought ants on a log. Yeah, you and nine other people. I remember one year, um, I got the great idea of deep frying a turkey. Have you ever done that? No. God, okay. no, dude, no. Okay, no. so my parents were here. This is my dad and I. You got to do in the, the back. barrel. Like, yeah, 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 so we got the barrel, and we got the 10,000 gallons of-, of Hot liquid hot, oil. Well, for, well, heated it up, dropped the turkey into it as it was spitting out like little like pinchers of, of hot boiling oil. <laughs> like frying bacon with no shirt on? It was- we, My dad and I thought, 
we're probably going to die before this thing, before we actually get to eat this turkey. Because once you do it, you're like, why are we molten laving? This doesn't like, seem like something that was necessary. No, why is we've everyone... We've never done it before and we've eaten turkey. <laughs> hmm. the, the whole thing was like, this better be the best tasting turkey in the history. Was it? No. No? I mean, it was, it was great, Yeah. but it was not worth risking death. Right, blowing up your Bas- house. Yeah, basically, we were creating a meth lab back there with a turkey inside of it, wondering ah. if we were going to live. You're, you're the Walter White of Thanksgiving. <laughs> Never used that thing again, by the way. It sat on the side of the house for like two Thanksgivings and just collected, and then finally- Spiders? I just, it. I, I just <laughs> yeah. Got yeah, rid of it? Yeah. And I just eventually uh, um, threw it in the garbage and saw it go bye-bye. But, I mean, I guess if I was to do it again, I would let somebody else deep fry the turkey somewhere else and just yeah. bring it here. Yeah. And save myself the fa- the, the possibility of, of a trip to the uh, emergency room. Yeah, I'm a big fan of going to other people's places for holidays. Really? Yeah. See, me, I like me, the comfort of my own home. I mean, I do, I do too. Now, look, if... If like me and Nicole were gonna have you guys over, or we were supposed to get together, yeah, I'd want to do it at my place so I could get as drunk as I can without having to worry about taking an Uber <laughs> I, or anything. I like how your theme keeps falling that way. Ah, right, what do you want from me? Uh, <laughs> but like, I yeah, I I I, I prefer like. I don't like having to clean up the day after or the night. You know what I mean? It's like I'll do dishes at your house. I don't have a problem with that. But like yeah, the cleanup is just, especially when you're when you make massive meals like that. Massive meals non-stop. with a bunch of family members and kids running around and everybody getting into everything and yeah. people just wandering around your place and just just a lot. You know, it's just yeah. a lot. Yeah, I have the utmost respect for my mother. Oh yeah, uh, for all the all years the that all that she that the, what the the prep because I was again I wasn't a dish doer I wasn't a helper back then I was just ah. I was a chower I chowed and ran and with me seven kids Thanksgiving all the families getting together because at that time we all lived relatively close that's a massive. That, massive meal to make. Massive meal to make. A lot of cleanup, and then there's too much people, too many people in the kitchen, so you can kind of sneak away. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming other people in my family picked up the slack from my ass. No, I think the dirty dishes are still there, and you need to uh, go back and. Tell <laughs> well, it's a good thing they sold sorry. the house. That would explain why they didn't get as much money as they wanted for the home. Well, you know, you have dishes here. This is like forty years worth of dishes. What's the deal? <laughs> That's the house across the street. <laughs> oh, ooh. yeah. Well, listen, man. Hoarding. Um, so Thanksgiving, great gateway. That's a, that's a great time. Hopefully that you know what I, this is what I know that the the common joke uh, for everybody as well. Now that Trump's been elected president, good luck with all these miserable Thanksgiving dinners that everybody's going to go home to. I would like to believe it's the exact opposite. I would like to believe that people are just going to go, and maybe that's the turning point where people start kind of like calming the fuck down and just start enjoying. It is. Got, they'll be they'll, they'll be gloating. There'll be some relatives that gloat. Yeah, I guess you're fucking broad, good and win, or whatever they're going to say. They'll be gloating. Yeah. But I don't care because I'm going to stay here. Do you, are you expect, you're not expecting that in yours. Uh, there's a little bit of that in mine. Yeah, we have it in ours too. Not not in my, my side, but the other side. So Yeah. Not, I'm not bringing not, it up because I don't. It's not immediate. It's like a. Okay. It's like a but, are you, but are you expecting to see, to see it? No. no I mean, that's not. I'm not on Thanksgiving. I'm not really expecting to see it for the rest of my life if I can avoid <laughs> it, but. <laughs> You know, we're being. Do you honest. have? Do you? So you don't have anything specific that you do for Thanksgiving? Other no, than, I mean, hey, look, hey, look. I just, I, I like to be around family and friends. I like to, I like to kind of be having a good time. I used to be really into football. I used to watch football, but now I like. Man, I remember in college, a great Thanksgiving we had it was one of my first Thanksgivings away from home. Um, this girl was cooking dinner, and me and my friends went to her place early, probably like 
smoked bongs or whatever. Started watching Mystery Science Theater. Okay. Dude, I am crying. I'm laughing so hard. She keeps coming into the room to check on me. Like, are you okay? Like, I'm dying. I think this show is so funny. Then somebody comes over and is like, hey, we're going to the cafeteria. They're serving Thanksgiving dinner. And Wait, this but girl, you stayed at school during a, a holiday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were up there. Did a lot of people do that? There was enough that I was like, oh, this will be fun. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Why did you not go home? Just out of curiosity. Eh, it's far. And it was just a, yeah, no, I, I love my family, but just having a chance to kind of do something on my own and uh, not okay. have to kind of go. Was with, that the first time? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So uh, this girl is like slaving away in the cafe. I mean, she is fucking busting her ass in there, right? And and we're and this guy comes in, he's like, "Hey, we're going to the calf to get Thanksgiving." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" And she's like, looks on, she's like, "Hey, don't eat too much at the cafe. I'm making Thanksgiving dinner here." I'm like, "Yeah, we're just gonna have a little bit." Dude, we went and had a full on Thanksgiving meal. Went back and had another full. So you did eat her stuff. Oh man, I ate it and I watched Mystery Science Theater and I drank and I laughed so fucking hard that day. It was a really great. That was a really good Thanksgiving. So you're saying that they do something? They're doing something on Thanksgiving this year? Yeah, they they're having a they they stream like a marathon of episodes. Online, yeah, I think you have to find it online now. I don't think it does. It used to run on the Sci Fi Channel, okay, uh, and before that, it ran on Comedy Central, I think. Um, and didn't they just do a Kickstarter campaign? Where and they're they're doing a the, the show is coming back. The Mystery Science Theater show is coming back with Jonah Ray as the uh, Joel Hodgson, Mike Nelson character, okay, uh, and then and and Baron Vaughn and. Oh man, who was the other guy that's doing the voice? Because it's another comic we know. Shit, I can't remember right now. And where is that going to be? I'm not sure. That, that I, I don't has, know when TBD. they're doing it. I don't know when if it's happened yet. I'm not sure. Really, the Kickstarter thing kind of said we did it, and then I never really understood what was going on. But I do know me and Eddie Pence are going to go see a Rift Tracks movie on December first. Rift Tracks is some of the guys from Mike the- Nelson and two other guys from Mystery Science Theater who live riff movies in the theater. Like they'll do it live in a theater in Tennessee and it'll be pumped into like fourteen, fifteen theaters across the US. One of them, two of them are in LA. Uh we've me and Eddie have gone to a bunch of these. I went to the Godzilla one with you guys. Dude, I I honestly that's some of the hardest I've ever laughed in a movie theater. Like Naked Gun when I was in eighth grade and anytime I've seen Rift Tracks in the theater. <laughs> Really honest, and the and the first time I ever saw, I saw Blues Brothers when I was five. My parents took me to the theater to see that, and when I saw John Belushi, not be able to get out of the chair when the nun was hitting him with the ruler, and he had to fall all the way down the chair, and the chair just broke into pieces. I laughed pretty hard at that too. So, but but I can pinpoint those times. And Riff Tracks is really funny if you get a chance to see it, and if you're not into football on Thanksgiving, you can go online and you can watch Mystery Science. If you're into laughing, if you like laughing and not concussions. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I just like to be around people that I enjoy and just have fun and and just chill. I mean, I, that's kind of what I do with every holiday, you know. Man, I just you know, be, just be careful how much you uh, you eat because I don't think uh, um, you know the the weekend of of, of of close quarters in a green room with uh, whatever leftovers are coming off the back end. Uh, Harlan Williams, <laughs> he's gonna. Hey man, could you not fart in here anymore? Like, sorry man, I actually hey, have John, to. We're not gonna use you. Uh, after, so this will be your holidays. This will be your last show. Like, Can you oh. let me know if you got anything special coming up anywhere? One of these dates we want to work with you, like where you might want to be eating a lot. Yeah, that's what they ask. Dates we might want to work with you. I have to hound everybody for everything. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, oh, but I got I did get some good news. My Fruit of the Loom ad is coming back. That, All right, uh, that'll be running for a little while, and then I just shot an AT and T holiday ad that hopefully they will edit quickly and get out. You there was something just recently that you were on TV. I saw a bunch of people saying something to you on Facebook about some commercial that you had. Oh, and my Ally Bank commercial okay. is still running here and there. Yeah, All right. yeah. 
And then some people are still getting this Superstore thing because it's on demand. So you can see. That was the other thing with Superstore, yeah. yeah. And what episode was that if people want to find it on demand? Uh, it's, I think it's episode six of season two. It's called Birds, Pills, and Guns or something like that. Okay. And I'm, it, it's dealing, it actually deals with some pretty interesting topics, but I play a guy trying to buy a gun who's clearly not stable. Have you watched the show? Yeah. And how is it? It's good. It's okay. good. They're, the, the people on there are fantastic. Uh, everybody I met was great. <clears throat> they use really funny people. Like I was in an episode, Kevin Farley was in that episode. There was just a lot of people that are that get used. Felipe Esparza is on the show a lot. Like they're they're. I think they're when they can you know reoccur you and bring you back and stuff. That uh, they do. They're 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 good like that. And something we should start talking about now um, that we're going to be doing uh, heading towards uh, the hundredth episode. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to share what your thoughts are? Th- what our plan is. I think what we're trying we're going to try to do a live um, episode from the Hollywood Improv in yeah. the lab. Uh, ideally, in March would put us right around a hundred. Uh, Twenty weeks from now or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're gonna try to have some really good guests or a couple of them or whatever. Maybe do some stand up. We're not really sure how the whole thing is gonna go down yet, but uh, yeah, that's the idea. Kind of do a special live fun and maybe get us on. Uh, there's something called Twitch TV that uh, a buddy of mine works at, so we might be live streaming the the whole thing. Ooh, a live stream to, uh, it's just like your wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, so many more people saw than I ever intended. I never found it. I was bummed that I didn't get to see any. That's what I'm saying. The people that I really wanted to see it, a lot of them didn't see it, right? Okay. The relatives that needed to see it saw it, which was really good. I was relieved to know that. But then, like, I went to go watch a baseball game when the Cubs were in the playoffs before they won the World Series in 2016. (laughs) Still got a baseball boner that will not go down. Chris Bryant, MVP. God, he deserves every. He should be league MVP. Uh, but I went to watch a baseball game with Santino and his wife and a couple other guys they know, and everybody in the room was like, hey, we saw your wedding. And Alyssa was like, yeah, sorry. I was like, oh, okay. So anybody who was live streaming, people just looked over their shoulder and watched it, and I was like, that eh, wasn't really the idea. Otherwise, I would have just been like FaceTimed it to everybody or whatever. But you might get some work out of it, man. You never know imagine who was that? watching We that. saw you get married, and we want you to get married on a TV show called <laughs> Getting Married. <laughs> Every week, it's like Groundhog Day. Every week, you, you get married, remarried to the same person, same vows, same everything. <laughs> Pretty fun stuff. Because we don't want to change it. It was so raw the way you did it the first. So time. raw, so brave, so brave. Uh, but yeah, so it was just it, that was weird. But um, uh, what was it before that? Uh, just Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. Superstore people on demand streaming. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, live streaming our podcast. That was what it was. Yeah, for our hundredth episode. episode. Yeah, so we just yeah, keep so, that. We'll talk about it more and more leading up to it, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, and if there's people that you think that we should get on, or people you'd like to hear from in general on the show, oh yeah, uh, we'll do our best to reach out to them. I mean, we, we most people are pretty responsive, and we'll do what we can to uh, to get the guests in that you kind of want to hear from, if that's a thing you care about at all. Also, more fan art, please. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever you guys can do, we're fine. We appreciate all the communication you've been giving us. So yeah, far. and let's all uh, try to be nice to each other. The yeah. world is a weird place right now, so uh, so make sure you make your own Thanksgiving tree in your world and start putting positive thoughts on those leaves, baby. Yeah, that's a nice callback. That was a Thank good way you. to end. All right, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy yourselves. Be careful. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe.